From Sumner Fredericksburg High School, this is CougarCast. This is Taylor Medina for the Cougar Cast. In this episode, we will be informing you on what you should look for when buying a computer. More specifically, we will be t- talking about desktops, laptops, tablets, and accessories. The type of computer you buy depends on how you are going to use it. So we will start this podcast with DJ Price with a story about the uses of computers. If you go to a computer store to look at a new computer, the salespeople will throw out lots of numbers guaranteed to confuse the average consumer. They'll talk about 2.4 GHz processors, 2 GB of RAM, 1 TB of storage, a video card with 512 MB of RAM, a GB Ethernet port, and wireless end compatibility, among others. What does all this mean? In this segment, I'll tell you what it means and then make recommendations for specific uses. Before this is started, you need to know the terms of system requirements. These terms are as follows. The RAM. This means random access memory. Your computer temporarily stores the operating system and other temporary files in RAM to load them. The more RAM you have, the faster your computer runs. 1 to 2 gigabytes of RAM is the norm for most computers. A gigabyte is a measure of information that can be stored either temporarily or permanently. Gigahertz is a measurement of speed at which a computer can process information. Wireless N is Wi-Fi capabilities, otherwise known as wireless networking. The difference between N and G for the consumer is speed. You need to make sure that your computer that you are buying is compatible with your home network. Gaming usage. When you want a computer for gaming, it takes special requirements. Every game is different. Note that some games, as they change over time, may have different requirements. You want a heavy-duty computer for some games like Modern Warfare 3, World of Warcraft, and Diablo 2. A good company to look at for gaming is Alienware. Modern Warfare 3, like all games, takes special requirements. The following are recommended computer specs for the game. You have choices, though. Intel Pentium Dual Core E6600 Series 3.06 GHz processor, or an AMD Phenom 8750 triple core processor, an NVIDIA GPU GeForce 8800 uh, video card, AMD GPU Radeon X1900 series video card, RAM 3GB, OS Windows 7 32 or 64 bit, DirectX 9, this is a program for handling multimedia games, videos, audio, etc. Hard drive disk space, 16GB, For business, when you want a computer for business, you need a good computer that people are comfortable working with. This kind of computer also depends on what kind of business you are running. If it is in an office environment in which the computer is to be used, then you do not need an extremely high-end computer. But if you are running a business based on creating videos or animations with audio of some sort, you want a higher-end computer with extra RAM and the proper software applications installed to create the animations. A good company to look at for computers that are for a business is Dell or HP because as a business you want fast, reliable service. For a home computer, you want something for what you are using it for. 
Use school computers as an example for a home computer. You don't need a high-end computer for just internet searches. For this, you really can get anything for a type of computer. Research computers are most likely to be used in colleges and schools. Almost all schools and colleges have computers that are lower end but can run fairly fast so students can do research for papers, speeches, homework, etc. On a in a timely manner. A good computer to use in school would be a compact computer so you can fit a lot in a small room. An example of this would be the iMac that I use here at Sumner Fredericksburg. I hope this article helped or helps you pick out a computer. Next up is Trevor Stalhut with a story about computer platforms and brands. Buying a computer is a necessity in today's electronic world. As of 2007, 78% of Americans own a computer. You can be one of the majority, but you have to buy the right computer. There are many different brands of computers in existence. Some brands include Dell, Hewlett-Packard, Apple, and Toshiba. There are also many platforms of computers. Some major computer platforms include Windows, Mac, and Linux. When deciding what platform you want to buy, you should consider how much money you have or are willing to spend. Some brands and platforms cost a lot more than others. Linux has a major advantage over Windows and Mac on the matter of cost because Linux is a free operating system. Windows and Mac charge for their operating systems. Another thing to consider when buying a computer is choosing the platform that has the interface you want. The interface, or GUI, which means graphical user interface, is what you look at from the time you boot up your computer to the time you turn it off. This is important because some interfaces might be easier for you to use than others. Choosing the correct GUI will ensure ease of use for the user of the computer. You need to consider what exactly you're going to use your computer for. If you want to do some gaming or anything that needs a lot of RAM and processing speed, you might want to buy a high-performance computer like an Alienware. If you just want to browse the internet or manage music, you probably just want to get a low-end basic computer. Buying a computer will benefit you for years to come. Just make sure you buy a computer that suits your needs correctly. Remember, when you go out to buy a computer, keep what you've learned in mind. It also doesn't hurt to do some research of your own. Well, thank you, Trevor, for that very interesting story. And up next, we will have Sam Lane with his story on laptops versus desktops. One of the most popular questions asked when purchasing a new computer is, should I buy a laptop or a desktop computer? A person must consider all the advantages and disadvantages of both platforms and decide which one fits their needs the most. Before we get too far into this podcast, I would like to give you a quick history of the computer. The personal computer industry was first created with the desktop computer. There are many different definitions and variations of a desktop computer, but the most commonly thought of is the tower, or the CPU as some might say, that is separate from the display. Desktops have been the dominant form of factors of PCs since the beginning, and even in its current form, still very similar to the original design. Laptops originally released in the mid-1980s, but did not become a mainstream until the early 2000s. The goal of the laptop was to fuse a computer system together with a display device, and make it so that it could be carried with a person. While the first laptops were a bit awkward, they became very sleek and very useful machines. Desktop computers have always been the front of the new technology. Most 
every new technology for computers is released on a desktop system first. Laptops considered the desktop's younger brother. While having the ability to take the computer with you is convenient, it comes at the cost of slower performance, decreased usability, and shorter on-time required by using a battery. In today's world, some of these nuisances are still to be found, but are less pronounced. While laptops are still the younger brother of desktops, they are no longer far from the tip of high performance. Laptops are now available and can rival even the beefiest desktop in usability. While the laptop is limited to a track or finger pointer, you can plug it in a regular mouse and keyboard or any other input device and use the laptop just like a desktop. And while the batteries are always getting better, just having a laptop will always include handicap of being limited on, on time. What are some reasons you would want to buy a laptop or a desktop? Laptops are the most convenient computers to use. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. While the hardware may not be the same, the software that you use on a desktop or laptop would be identical. Any software would run on a laptop or a desktop. In recent years, laptops have caught up to a technology curve. You can do just about anything on a laptop that you can do on a desktop. Write papers, browse the internet, edit pictures or video, or even watch a DVD. All this capability comes in a package that looks and feels just like another textbook that easily fits in a book bag or briefcase. The main advantage of buying laptops is that they have the ability to go anywhere and they are more convenient to use. They can also run all the software a desktop can. Reasons you would want to buy a desktop though. Desktops have been the cornerstone of personal computer market since the beginning. A typical desktop looks like a rectangular box being about 2 to 3 feet high and 1 foot wide and about 3 feet deep. A desktop computer is not something someone would usually move around. Once it's in a convenient place such as underneath a desktop, hence the name desktop, or on the floor, it will typically stay there for its useful lifetime. The desktop is where everything takes place. It's what the processes, all the information, takes in all your inputs and creates all the outputs. While it is self-sufficient, it does not it does still need a display device to allow the user to see what they are doing. Desktops are always the front of the technology curve. This is where the desktop shines. If something brand new comes out, you can buy a desktop that will have it. Desktops will also have the best at the low end. They can be the cheapest computer you can buy and still have a lot of power. Desktops also do not rely on battery power to function. All you do is plug it into a wall and you can use it with no limitations of time. The main advantages of buying a desktop are that it's the fastest personal computer available. It can be the cheapest available and have the most expansion capabilities. Other stuff to keep in mind when buying a new computer. Choosing between a laptop and a desktop can be a hard decision. Keep this in mind. The desktop and the laptop will run the same exact software, so the decision become, becomes an argument of performance versus portability. You can run the latest and greatest games and get your picture or video editing done in a snap. Or would you rather sit on your couch, read email, and browse the internet while watching TV? The decision comes down to personal preference. If you are looking for a computer that can, you can take with you, the laptop is a good choice for anyone who does not need absolute top-of-the-line computer available. Alternatively, 
the desktop is better choice for someone who is either looking to buy the cheapest available or looking to buy the best of the best on the market. Thank you, Sam, for informing us about the differences on laptops versus desktops. So now we will have Blake Downing discussing information about tablets. Tablets originated at the end of the 20th century. They are smaller than a desktop computer, but bigger than a mobile phone. A tablet is a flat touchscreen device primarily used for surfing the web and playing games. Many different companies make their own version of a tablet. Apple made its own tablet called the iPad and released it January 27, 2010. A few months later, Apple released the iPad 2. Samsung also makes their own tablet and they call it the Samsung Galaxy. It was released June 8, 2011. The first tablets looked like laptops and instead of folding up and down, it moved on a pivot point. One of the first companies to make a pivot point tablet was Asus. Most people may want a laptop or a desktop computer instead of a tablet, but it all depends on what you want to do. If you like to surf the web or listen to music, a tablet would be a good investment. Tablets are also good for work purposes like editing documents or social networking. Web chatting through Skype is also a benefit of having a tablet. Laptops and desktop computers are more used for heavy gaming, for example, World of Warcraft. Tablets don't have a disk drive, but on the other hand, laptops have a disk drive that allow you to burn CDs and play games on discs, which you can't do on a tablet. <clears throat> One last thing that laptops and desktop computers have over tablets are USB ports that tablets don't have. The best feature that tablets have over laptops and desktop computers is the portability. Tablets are very portable and easy to move around, rather than a laptop that is bigger, heavier, and harder to transport. The choice is yours. You can haul around your heavy laptop or your lightweight tablet. In addition to buying a computer, you may want to purchase some accessories. Nola Watson is here to discuss the topic of input devices. There are many input devices to think about when purchasing a new computer. Chances are the stock devices that come with it by default are not the best. Some aftermarket things to think about are keyboards, mice, mics, and scanners. There are a few things to look for on a keyboard. One major thing is where you use it. If you are in a comfortable laid-back position in your chair and you prefer the keyboard on your lap, then a wireless keyboard would be the best for you. If you, if you have the keyboard laid on the desk and keep it mostly stationary, then a wired keyboard would be fine. Also, some keyboards are built to make typing more comfortable and speedy. It would be a good idea to look at these when searching for an aftermarket keyboard. Mice are also very important to look at. When using some stock mice, you could get something called repetitive strain injury. This is extremely similar to carpal tunnel. Because of this, you should probably look for a much better mouse. The best mouse to avoid carpal tunnel and repetitive strain injury is an ergonomic mouse which is a trackball-style mouse. Mics aren't extremely important to get unless you don't have one coming default with your computer, which is rare if you're buying a brand new computer. The reason you need a mic is that you may want to record a podcast, like I'm doing right now, or maybe you want to sing a song and edit it on the computer. Both of these things require microphones. 
The biggest use of a computer microphone with the modernization of today is video chatting. <clears throat> when looking for a mic, you want to find one with great sound quality. Certain brands are known for their great sound quality. One of the major ones is Sony. It's true that you end up spending mo more money when, when you delete the past three seconds. When you use buy, delete the next three seconds. When you buy a high quality microphone like Sony, but you are getting what you pay for. Scanners normally don't come with computer. When you, delete. Scanners normally don't come with the computer when you buy them. So this is important to buy a good scanner if you plan on taking papers and putting them onto your computer. The two things to look at for delete. The two things to look for when looking for a scanner is what the scanner can do. Like can it just scan on one side of the paper or both? Or can you get multiple copies of the paper and get it onto the computer? Or is it able to do one or the other? Another is what you need the scanner to do and how much money you are willing to spend on it. In the end, the best scanner would be one that copies things onto your computer, gives you multiple copies of papers, can scan both sides of a paper at the same time, and create papers with writing on both sides. All these can be mixed and matched. Your job is to find out what you need and get a scanner that best suits your needs. Another option is considered an all-in-one device that includes both a scanner and a printer. This cuts down prices and takes up less space. These are the basics of what you need to know about buying input devices like keyboards, mice, microphones, and scanners. This isn't everything, but I believe it should help you when you're going out to buy your own devices for your computer. There's more information out there, and I encourage you to do your own research and possibly research some more output devices that I didn't mention in this podcast. And trust me, there's quite a bit more. Finally, we will have Damien Forthman, who will be discussing the many output devices for your computer. When buying a computer, something good to look for is a display. A good display typically has a higher resolution. A good resolution to have is 1080p. It should say the resolution on the box. A sufficient monitor size is 19 inches. A good computer monitor is usually an LCD or LED, but technology is constantly changing, so chances are an LCD monitor would soon become obsolete. If you have a good display, you will have a better experience with the computer. A good thing to have with your computer is a printer. Printers can come with a scanner, a copier, or both. Certain printers also come with backs that you can set up to get information from one place to another over a wire. Faxes aren't being included in many printers anymore. The all-in-ones are usually more expensive but they are simple to have because everything is in one machine. Many all-in-one printers are wireless. Wireless printers are a nice product because they don't require any cords to plug into the computer. They are especially handy with laptops or wireless computers. Thank you, Damien, and thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you have learned something about computers and what type is best for you. This is Nolan Watson signing off for CougarCast. Have a great day. This has been a production of Sumner Fredericksburg High School.
All contents are copyrighted, Sumner Fredericksburg High School. CougarCast is intended for private listening and it may not be publicly broadcast without prior written permission. Comments and opinions expressed by CougarCast are not necessarily the opinions of staff, administration, or the school boards of Sumner or Fredericksburg schools.